Welcome to the SAME Real-Time Podcast, featuring an inside look across the Society of American Military Engineers and the work that our 30,000 members and 105 posts are doing to support national security and strengthen the engineering potential of the United States. And now, your host, SAME Executive Director, Joe Schrodel. We're here in Denver, Colorado today with Kate Garufi, the co-chair of the Design and Construction of Hazardous Waste Sites West. There are actually two events, one in Philadelphia that's 12 years old, and this is the third year for the West. And, and SAME, as I understand, has pretty much been a host for the EPA to help works with, with the EPA. So... Okay, why don't you just tell us what the event is and what your role is. Sure. So um, you're correct that EPA co-sponsors with the Society of Uh, American Military Engineers um, this event, which is a way for EPA to work with a non-federal agency to execute a conference that has the goals of networking, collaboration, and allows us to be in a forum to suit those needs. Um, Historically, we had done this conference as a federally run conference, and there are challenges associated with that, and Sammy really stepped up to the plate and helped us put this conference on when those challenges couldn't be overcome by the government. Well, that's great. Okay, so so what's your role in the EPA and your role in SME? I know you're a member of SME, right? Yes, so I am a member of SAME in the Denver Post, and for EPA, I work in headquarters in the Office of Superfund Remediation and Technology Innovation. You may ask, why am I in the Denver Post? I actually work in headquarters, but live in Denver, so I am local to the West event. Okay. Um, Specific to my role at EPA headquarters, I work in the construction, post-construction program for the Office of Superfund Remediation Technology Innovation, OSREDI, Uh which is the Superfund Remedial Program. So essentially, I provide programmatic support to our regional project managers in all 10 of our regional offices in the areas of remedial design, remedial construction, and post-construction activities. So design and construction conference, it was a logical fit for me to co-sponsor that event. That's great. And and perfect. Because you know, I emphasize all the time that uh, the collaboration that we sponsor, we SME sponsor, is not about business development. It's about the kind of technical stuff we've heard today. So, you know, in that regard, uh, tell us a little bit more about this conference today. You know, attendees and where they're from. And- yeah. So this conference, specifically this third Design and Construction West conference, is attended by about 225 folks. About 60% are private, which are um, consultants, contractors for the federal government or private parties that implement Superfund cleanups. The other 40% is um, federal or state agencies. So you have uh, the Corps of Engineers, Bureau of Land Management, um, EPA, of course, and then state counterparts, obviously Colorado's here being that we're in Colorado. We also have other states that are represented. Oh, that's great. Okay. So one of the things, as you know, that we emphasize in in SME is industry government engagement. It's about helping the government solve problems by bringing the, you know, the the industry perspective, academic perspective to help solve problems. Uh, So one of the things that that, that we've talked about and you've just mentioned today, collaboration, how important is collaboration to the success of our Superfund sites? Collaboration for for us is critical to success in Superfund. 
EPA being predominantly a regulatory program, we lean, especially in the areas of design and construction, we lean heavily on the expertise in industry to execute our mission of protection of human health and the environment. So without contractors, we don't have the capability and specifically the corner of knowledge and expertise to do our work. So in order for us to best navigate um, budget challenges, contracting challenges, technical challenges, we have to not only access this expertise, but we need to have a forum where we can collaborate, discuss issues, and move forward. So this conference, or symposium rather, is a good way of bringing the industry and the government together to accomplish exactly that. Exactly. And one of the things that we have told people that attend this conference. First of all, we have a format in this conference where all 225 attendees for the day and a half attend the same panels, hear the same presentations, and hear the same dialogue within the panels. The topics are relevant to everyone. We have a ton of networking. We want everybody there to not only share their experiences, but come away with with the same um, the same information. Moreover, one of the things that we tell people is, I don't care if you're coming from the private sector or the public sector, leave your hat at the door. This isn't, you know, a contractor, federal government relationship. This is a remediation professionals. This is industry professionals talking through major challenges that we have. And I think, you know, to that point, the panels that you've had today are extremely well done. How did you go about deciding what the topics were, how to constitute the panels, because i got to tell you, we're not even done yet, and I'm already getting mentally tired. And the questions, to your point, the questions that everybody's asking there, you can't tell whether they're government or private, and the questions are brilliant. I mean, we're talking graduate-level kind of stuff. So how do you decide how to put that together? Um, So one of the, I would say for me personally, being an EPA employee and co-sponsoring this conference in the position that I'm in is Sammy, in my co-sponsorship role, gives me the ability to bring EPA priorities to the forefront, send out the call for abstracts, review the abstracts, and based on what we really need from industry and collaboratively, set the agenda. So the agenda reflects from an EPA perspective the topics we see pertinent and relevant. So through the, the decision on what abstracts or presentations will go into the panels and furthermore who will moderate them whether it's federal private um th- all those decisions go into what you're experiencing in the day and a half so who here. made all those decisions um that was myself at epa okay. with um collaboration with a f- my fellow counterparts in dc really so, yep but all within but all of you from within epa yes that's interesting and, and I, I say it's interesting from this standpoint from an sme standpoint Uh, The process that you just described is the process that we put in place about three years ago as a way of developing our program content for all of our conferences at Mm -hmm. the national level. Here's the difference. So we lean on our national committees to pull together the right experts from industry, government, and the private sector, academic sector, wherever, to vet the proposals. And, And right now we're averaging for our other conferences uh, four decent, pretty decent graduate-level proposals per time slot that we have. Mm-hmm. What what kind of input did you get? Um, we have, generally, we have six panels, which is a total of 18 presentations. I believe off the top of my head for this symposium, I received 
uh, north of 55 wow. abstracts. Wow. So, so similar. Yeah, similar. so what's what's super interesting is all 55 abstracts are good abstracts yep. from very talented public and private sector folks. So the hardest part is navigating through the abstracts and finding three abstracts with common themes to which I can pull a panel together. So um, a lot of it is working with reviewing the abstracts, finding key themes. Actually, I work with the abstract presenters, sometimes get them to focus their talk. Um, I also have a number of calls between the moderators and the panelists where I interject my methodology for selecting the panel and really encourage them to work through development of their presentations to complement one another and find key themes. So that's generally what I do from a preparatory perspective to to give you guys what you get at the well, well I can well I can tell you what you've done so far today is brilliant. I mean the Thank you. the presenters on each panel are complementary but bring different information that, that does add up to the theme and the focus that you've given each panel. And then I think your summary at the end of each panel has been magnificent. You really tie it all together very well. Uh, like I said earlier in one of the questions I asked, when you listen to, so far, the theme of each of the panels today, it really adds up to project delivery and mm-hmm. how do we make it happen. You know, in that regard, though, just a thought just hit my mind. To what extent do you reach out to academia? And to what extent do they play? Thus far, academia in this conference has not played a significant role. Um, In the government, we tend to have some challenges getting them in um, into this type of conference. And I would say that in the environmental space, one of the big conferences that's put on for sediments and remediation technologies is done by Battelle. And that tends to be more proof of concept and and cutting-edge technologies. And in that forum, we generally see academia more. In project delivery, they tend to not come forward as much because project management tends to be something, you know, they tend to go more towards the proof of concept and the technologies and project management. And I think that's why we don't see them that often. And and using tools that are in the toolbox as opposed to creating new tools that we could add to the toolbox. Exactly. Maybe that's one way to look at it. Exactly. Okay. So one of the thoughts that crossed my mind, I know we got to get back into the next panel. Um, one, of the, one of the big discussion points across all of the areas that we touch in SME, uh, whether that be skilled artisans, plumbers, electricians, whatever, is capacity, industry capacity. You know, what's, what's your, your take on the capacity of the industry to meet the needs of this work, the mediation work that's, that EPA hosts? Well, I would say... Back to what I just mentioned, we have other other conferences and endeavors like Battelle yep. where they are pushing innovation, they're pushing okay. technologies. We have federal programs that fund um, innovation and technologies. So the private sector and, and the state of the art in terms of investigation technologies, design, you know, design strategies, remediation technologies is advancing faster than we can even keep up. I mean, so for me, there's so much new that's happening that I don't see an issue with capacity. We are seeing in the Superfund environmental remediation arena a pivot in the types of technologies and the number of technologies that are available for us. So to me, I think 
all the tools in the toolbox are increasing exponentially. So I personally don't see an issue with capacity. As you and I were speaking um, about earlier, my biggest challenge, and I think from a project management perspective, when industry and government can talk frankly, the issues we have to sometimes navigate are continuing resolutions, declining budgets, you know. Right. Um, uh, contracting, right? Um, initiatives related to um, you know risk or the perception right. of risk. You know, it, are we doing performance-based contracting today? Are we doing fixed-price contracting? Right. You know, what's risky contracting? What's not? And the flavor in the government tends to change, and the pendulum tends to swing one way, and then sometimes swing the completely different way. And it's trying to figure out with that changing regulatory portfolio how do we continue to move forward. I think it's great. And speaking of moving forward, uh, before we get back up there for the last panel, um, what's your take on the future of this symposium? It appears the third year, very successful, and it appears you're growing. And and the pivot that you just mentioned, so what's the future of this symposium? To me, to me, project managers need, you know, the first thing I teach super fun project managers when I talk about design and construction, and I was like, know what you know and know what you don't know and get a team Good around point. you that can get your project done. And I think with all of the different tools in the toolbox changing so aggressively, project managers need to be kept up to speed on project management techniques as well as the tools in the toolbox that are available. And as those things continue to change, I, I don't see any reason why you know this conference can't be successful and very targeted year after year. Well, I think it's great, and I think as long as, for sure, as long as you're a co-chair, as long as uh, you have the attitude that you do, the positive attitude, I, I think I think it'll be a tremendous success. So I think you're an amazing example of what our country needs, what SME needs, what EPA needs, and, and what our profession needs to move hard issues like this forward to actually get something done. So thanks for taking the time. Anything else you'd like to add about No, today? I appreciate it, and... Um, I think on behalf of EPA, this co-sponsorship model and being able to collaborate with industry and provide such a perfect um, conducive formula for that, it, you know, we, we can't say thank you enough because without Sammy, we couldn't do it. So no. thank you. Well, that's great. Well, thank you.